Welcome to Brain Stew, the ultimate A to Z podcast. All views and opinions of that of our own and do not reflect or promote the views of others. Hey, welcome back. Hello, welcome back to episode D. <laughs> welcome back to Brain Stew, episode D, and this is double D, so... A big round and juicy episode. We've got two D-bands for you this week. Yeah, and I'm so looking forward to it. We've got new and old. New and old. How good is that going to be? That's great. Yeah, before we jump into it, shall we see what everybody's been saying? Yeah, I mean, we, we've had... We've kind of been blown away this week because we've actually had um, so many people get get involved and, and engage and, and kind of speak to us. And we, we've got the first like bunch of stats coming through for the podcast. Yeah, good interaction from you guys. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's all over the world, which is freaking nuts. It's pretty cool to hear that people are listening in like Japan and yeah, um, Spain and things as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like we, we've we've had like massive thank you to um, people in specifically um, Lisbon, Portugal, where there's loads of people in there. So thanks, guys. That you know, I'm not quite sure yeah. how you stumbled across this, but probably, to- probably totally blink, blink fans like previous episodes. Yeah, um, cool. United States, um, Europe. Um, no one in Australia yet, so maybe someone out there will be the first person um, from Australia to um, to have a listen to our podcast. But like, we're being very serious at the moment, Jay, aren't we? Very yeah. serious. But this gem- generally is kind of a, genuinely is a very kind of huge thank you. And like, we didn't envisage people would listen really to cool. this. This, up, so, this is yeah. the beginning, and uh, everybody's listening by the time yeah. that, so it's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you. That's that's a round of applause for you guys to listen. <laughs> yes, yes, well done. So, you've got some emails, right? <laughs> so, CJ, CJ, yeah, CJ. So, for those of you who listen to C, um, we got some fan mail. Um, we got a couple of people saying thank you, and then we got someone saying not thank you. Um, but I, I want to talk about them last because, all right, listen to my chair. That's your hips. <laughs> I'm fucking old. <laughs> um, so yes, yeah, so we, we've had the first email came in, and it, it was from Pete. <laughs> Pete just says, "Please send more toilet paper. Have run out." Oh, poor Pete. <laughs> L- loving your style, Pete. Um, can't really help you. Um, if anyone's listening from Andrex, could they pop over? <laughs> well, well, help Pete, Pete out. Pete, send a second email as well. <laughs> just says please can you walk my dog <laughs> <laughs> so yeah fa- thanks for your your lols pete yeah your, your ruddy legend so, n- nothing to say about uh, the podcast or the bands literally just telling us that he's taking a shit and that someone needs to take his dog for a shit yeah um cheers pete um charlie um we got some feedback from charlie charlie says um loving the podcast really enjoying it laughed so much he almost crashed his car the other day so um please Char- please charlie, don't do that yeah, yeah could you laugh with your eyes open please charlie yeah yeah on that- the road that would be a lot better, and we really appreciate if you wouldn't crash your car. But thanks, mate. Really appreciate the listens. Um, and then we had um, M sent us a list of um, bands that she thought we could cover in episode C. Yeah. Um, and the one that stuck out for me the most was The Clash. Of course, yeah. Why didn't we cover The Clash in episode C, Jay? Uh, CJ, hey, prick! Um, sorry, um, why didn't we cover Clash in episode? Uh, I think it's more because we're we're trying to squirrel in sort of pop punk bands, uh, alt rock bands, and the Clash kind of didn't quite fit into that that mould. But um, 
Yeah, I mean, they're one of your favourite bands, right? Like, I'm, I'm a huge, huge fan of The Clash, but exactly that. I think they span so many different genres that I don't think you could have lumped them purely into punk pop or alt-rock because um, take a song like Hitsville UK is basically a pop song, yeah. a literal pop song. Um, and then if you go for something like White Riot, that's a punk song, yeah. and then White Man Hammersmith Palais is, is almost like a reggae song. So it's, it's kind of... They're, Crossing they're, loads of genres. I use the phrase all the time, but they're eclectic. It's very, very kind of you know spanning several genres. So yeah, no, I I get your point. Uh, well made. Um, but that's why we didn't cover the clash. All right, we've got a Facebook messenger come in as well from Paul Kevin, and he simply says, "Send pictures of your cats to join our perfect team." <laughs> Cheers, Paul. But what the fuck, Paul? What the fuck? What the fuck? What? Why? I don't know about you, but I haven't even got a cat, so... I'm just curious as to how, like, he stumbled across... I, I, you know, stating the obvious, this is just a completely targeted spam thing, but it, it very much is like, <laughs> why Why does this come to a podcast? I know. That doesn't talk about... We, we've spoke about otters more than we... Why isn't anyone, yeah. like, from, like, the WWF, not the wrestling people, the other one, saying, like, send us some pictures of your otters? We don't have otters. <laughs> No, we, I think, we have otters in I think this guy's picked up on the uh, last week's episode, big bu- big bucket of bullshit. He knew there was going to be cat talk ah. this week, so yeah. Okay, but at no point did we mention that we were going to take pictures of cats. You fucking weirdo! <laughs> wow, if anyone's got any, um, <laughs> I was going to say pussy pictures, then, but <laughs> to send to Paul. Fuck um, me, that would be an inbox that uh, we could sell. <laughs> Paul dot Kevin online. Cheers, Paul. Yeah, cheers, Paul. And we actually had we had a really interesting one the week before, which I, I forgot to mention. I can't remember if I mentioned or not. Um, but someone had sent us one saying, um, "Guys, we'd we'd really love it if you'd um, if you model jewelry for us." <laughs> it's like on a podcast. Yeah, you can really um, hear that jewelry, can't yeah, you? Yeah. Jingling away. Listen, listen. Sliding my ring off. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a filth. <laughs> Thank no, you. Well, um, yeah, thanks for um, writing in, you guys. If you, anybody wants to say anything at all to us, it's chat at brainstream.co.uk. Yep. So we've got three more, three more bits that people have emailed in. Oh, we've got more? We've got more, yeah. Okay. Yeah, don't, 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 right, don't tell them it. short. They're all sat at home going, oh, am I going to get read out tonight? Yeah. Apart from CJ. Um, Raj says, um, guys, love the Blink-182 episode, but I think, Chris, you're wrong. Um, I think Blink with Tom in will happen again, and I think it will be as good. Yes, Raj. Raj, hear your point. You're wrong, but hear your point. Thank, thanks for mailing in, mate. I totally disagree, but I respect your opinion. Jay agrees. He, yeah. was, he obviously loves you. Um, but yeah, no, that, that's totally get that. And then we've had an email in from, not CJ. No. Who is it? BJ. BJ? <laughs> no, come on. BJ. BJ's emailed in, and do you know what BJ said? Right, go on. CJ's a cunt. (laughs) (laughs) Hail BJ. Wow. So we've got, we've got, it's not hate mail, but it's it's not, it's not fan mail for sure. But we've basically. uh, Who's emailing in next week? I'm AJ. (laughs) It's going to be DJ. (laughs) But yeah, so, yeah, so basically BJ's taken a, Taken one for the punk rock universe and has basically gone, fuck you, CJ. Yeah. CJ has not replied to BJ. God, this is complicated now, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, C- CJ replied to us this week. Or didn't re- we, we never mailed them back, but they, they've they've basically sent another email in. And guess guess what they said, Jay? One word. One word. <sighs> one word? Oh, um, no beds. Pricks. Pricks. Just pricks. Literally pricks. 
Full stop. That's because CJ loves Metallica. And every time we talk about Metallica, little ears prick up. Pricks. Pricks. Yep. Pricks up, yeah. I, Sorry, I, CJ. I, I'm sincerely hoping, CJ, you enjoyed the Blink-182 episode, the Cancer Bats episode. Mm. And I really hope that you know, you're know you kind of enjoying this and that um, you're just sending us this verbal abuse because you can't fathom the skills <laughs> to be analytical enough to send us anything nice or maybe... You are I, um, just a complete. Oh, that was good. You managed to to censor your naughty word. Chris. I I'm, I I have revolutionised the um, the soundboard this week. It's tidy. It's neat. So if I say, Chris, you complete. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Sorry, say it again. Uh, let's try, Chris. You're I complete. You didn't even hear me say it because you beeped it. And and there was no delay in that at all ever in between. It was seamless. Absolutely (laughs) fucking seamless. So I've got one on here which um, I want to play it once. Yeah. And I don't think I'm ever going to use it again. Are you ready for this? It's a little bit grim. What was that? It's called Vom. (laughs) Sounds like someone snapped the bone. No, I think it's someone throwing up. Okay. Um, Yeah, I, I have no use for it whatsoever, but... I could not resist not putting it in. I All right. Resist, could, I, I, I put it in here. I, I, <laughs> anyway, going back to CJ, I think um, he, she, they, whatever CJ looks like, could be a badger. I don't know, but CJ, send us a picture of you because I've got an image of what you look like. Chris, I, Chris's image is probably completely different, but I want to see what you look like. I don't. No, I, no, I I've kind of, I, I get why, but I have no interest because um, I, I don't want to know. I don't care. No? No. No, don't care. I, th- I think if someone's got that amount of time in their day that they can spend an hour and a half listening to something they, they hate and then send hate mail about it, you know what? I don't give a flying fuck what they look like. CJ is someone we know. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably like my wife. <laughs> yeah. Oh, love it, love it. But seriously, though, for, for all of the people who genuinely have sent us lovely, nice things and have uh, started to engage with the podcast and have downloaded it and told your friends about it. And for all of our friends in Lisbon and Portugal as well, thank you so much. Genuinely, really appreciate that. If you are enjoying it, give us a share online. Uh, talk, uh, tell us to your friends. Tell us to your friends? Tell Imagine me. if Taking Back Sunday called your friends. <laughs> and why don't you tell us to your friends? I've got your gun. Oh, I, can't, I can't even do it. And will you tell us to all, all your, your friends? No, it doesn't uh, work. No, no, it doesn't. It does not. <laughs> it does not. All right. Um, okay, so we are going to move into... Hey, wait, we got jingles this week. We have jingles. Chris has made jingles. Jingles for everything. So, into the core of the show, this week you've got a double D. Yep. And it sounds like this. Double D, double D, double D. Double D, double D, double D. Double D. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the that was that was pretty. That, there's so much Lucas. You didn't see right that. What they couldn't see was the head bobbing. <laughs> uh, All right, so double D. We're, we're delving double D delving into this. <laughs> You're over there. I'm just looking at when we did the planning for this. What we wrote on the board for this. What was it? Well, we put the double D down, but. You, you you say your band, and then I'm going to say my really fucking juvenile thing afterwards. What what band are you covering, Jay? Uh, so this episode, I will be covering The Dangerous Summer. So I, in my fucking infinite wisdom and genius comedy um, levels that I have, yeah. wrote The Dangerous Skin Flute. <laughs> skin Flute? Why? <laughs> What's wrong with you? 
It's not even funny. Are you seven? It's just another word for a penis. Yeah, no, that's good. The dangerous penis. And that's, that doesn't even sound like the dangerous summer. There's literally no reason for me to write that whatsoever. I don't think they would have sold as many records if they were called the Dangerous I think they'd have sold more. I think they'd have sold more. Um, but yeah, da- so yeah. Maybe Jay, on Pornhub or something. Tell us about the Dangerous Skin Flute. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not even going there. Tell us about the Dangerous Summer. No, so yeah, we're doing Double D this week. I'm covering a band, the Dangerous Summer, which uh, are more of a current band. Chris is going to give you a band that kind of, all the bands we listen to in the, the punk pop world, who were influenced by so that'll be coming up in a minute but yeah dangerous summer so i'll give you a little 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 a little 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 am i from landing no a little uh, backstory on on dangerous summer so they're from ellicott city maryland usa formed in 2006 and current members are aj podomo and matt kennedy um so they say they take influences from uh bands such as third eye blind bright eyes u2 phil collins that's an odd one. Um, Explosions in the Sky and Jimmy Eat World. It's not an one about Phil Collins, because Phil Collins is an exceptional musician. It's yeah. more, I wouldn't expect this band to be influenced by... By Phil Collins, By yeah. Philip Collins. It's quite an, an odd influence on but, there, really. The but... Jimmy Eat World, is, is some, of those, some of their tracks, you can actually close your eyes and think, this is Jimmy Eat World. Yeah, you can hear the, the melodic sides to them. That yeah. You can hear they're influenced by them. I, think I, I saw in an interview, actually, they said... Um, well, they asked, who would you go on tour with if you, you know, had the opportunity? And they said, you meet world. So. That's an amazing question. Let's come back to that in a bit. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, the, the band were picked up by Hopeless Records off their first EP, um, which they then, I think they re-recorded or re-released through Hopeless as a, a longer EP. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> Chris is... Um, they, they did it on a 12-inch. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Penis oh, jokes from the dangerous oh, flute. Jesus Christ, the skin, skin flute. Skin flute. <laughs> What's wrong with me? Yeah, so first uh, EP came out um, 2007, and uh, the band are in the studio now with their sixth full-length album. So, um, And they're kind of on their own label now, Molly Water. I think that's, that's becoming more and more a, a, a thing, isn't it? Like sort of uh, not recording through any kind of recognised label. I mean, like Hopeless are an amazing label, um, and they... You know, they kind of carry the flag for punk pop and emo and alt rock and that so yeah. well. But I think there's obviously a lot of bands out there that are probably going, well, they can't get signed to these labels or they don't need to get signed to these labels because they can just distribute the music and, and sell it, you know, sort of literally sell it themselves now. So yeah. it's kind well, of done away with that, isn't it? Well, they had quite a good run. They did five albums with Hopeless. Mm. Um, then they've left and they've done an EP by themselves, which actually... Um, your boy, what's his name? I forgot his name again. Aaron Gillespie. Aaron Gillespie of Under Oath, a drummer for Paramore on tour as well. He recorded that EP with them mm. after they left the label. And I think they've done a single since then, and now they're currently onto the sixth album as a independent yeah. artist. Yeah, I think that's you know I think we probably see that more and more of that going forward, won't you? Where bands won't, like I say, won't follow that track because they can just release their own stuff and distribute it that way. That must but... be hard though, going from album after album on, on a bigger label and then going independent yeah I think chucked out there if you're like if you're recording yourselves like you know you've got the studio and you've got the place to do it then again there's a difference though there between going into like a pro studio when you've got your producer like yeah, I guess it's almost equivalent of being like if you've got a Jerry Finn on hand yeah and then you're doing it yourself then Christ yeah like you, you can't buy another Jerry Finn that, that that's amazing and then 
no disrespect to whoever's doing it, but you're not going to be as good as Jerry Finn because he's no, you... Jerry Finn. Um, so in that scenario, yeah, massively, I, I think it's a it's a, a strange world. But you also wonder, like, when record labels say, well, we want you to write this song or we want to do it this way, we want to do it that way. Yeah. You're talking about the um, the myth of complete control. So referencing The Clash there, writing the song Complete Control. Um, they wanted complete control of a song. And the record label like, no, you're going to do this, you're going to do that. So yeah, in that scenario, ba- freedom. Yeah, bands have complete control to do pre- presumably what, what they want. So that, that, yeah. that can be a good thing, I guess. So looking back at when I first heard them, um, Where I Want to Be was probably the first song I heard off, yep. off of the uh, Reach for the Sun album. So their first proper full-length album, which is incredible, in, in my opinion. Um, if I was to recommend anybody to, to go and listen to The Dangerous Summer, if they've never heard of them before, I would say head for for that track in particular. 100%, yeah. I, um, I love that track. It's a great song. As an introduction to the band. Um, what Did you did you hear that song first? Was so, your... yeah, I, I think I I think it was it was you who introduced me to the band, and that, that was the first song of theirs that I heard. Um, and on that album, it kind of, it took a bit of getting used to because it was very much, they're a band who, they kind of, they, they build to a point and then it just carries on. And there's no, yeah. there's no kind of like, like with bands like maybe Wonder Years where you kind of, it'll come to like a crescendo and then just be this even bigger. Yeah. They're kind of a, a suspense band, aren't they? On the edge of your seat. Yeah. The songs build and build and build, but they don't, they kind of stay on that, that level yeah. Well, you're getting ready for that next section, but it, yeah, it does. It, and and it's kind of like it's one of those things where at first, I think my first listeners were like, "I'm waiting, I, I want that bit, I want that bit to, to sort of come next." And then it was like, after you kind of hear the song, it's like, no, it doesn't need that. They carry it off so well, the the kind of the suspense or like the reveal is just more of the same, and it and it's good. So I I really enjoyed once I kind of got my head around how they, how it sort of it was arranged. I did really enjoy listening to them, and and that that album. Um, the first um, three tracks on that album are fantastic. Um, Weathered, yeah, um, enormous song, um, and I think that's exactly the same as, as um, the first track because it just takes you on this journey and it doesn't smash it in your face or anything like that. It literally just plays the song through, and you're captivated by the lyrics, you're captivated by the guitars and and, and the arrangement of it, and it just it. It's a real solid song, but but carries a really cool meaning. So yeah, I, yeah, cool. That that's that's the one thing that I really really love about that band is it's almost like effortless. Yeah, that they kind of they deliver their so, songs. Yeah, they did three albums and then the band split. Two thousand fourteen, they went on hiatus for four years. Hiatus sounds popular. Hiatus. Yeah, no, it seemed to be, didn't it? Yeah, everyone everyone was like, I remember like a local band who's like played like four or five gigs. Like yeah, man, we're on hiatus. Really? Yeah, I'm not going to name them because yeah? that'd be embarrassing, okay. but. Yeah, I, 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 I remember. Tell me what it was. Yeah, I'll tell you later. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just remember. Some, yeah, so no, man, I'm on a hiatus. It's like, fuck, who does hiatus? Yeah, yeah. No, so I'd say the, the first three, al- three albums from The Dangerous Summer, uh, Reach for the Sun, War Paints, and Golden Record in 2013, they're all sort of kind of, if you listen to them back to back, they're all, they've all got that same sort of level. Mm. Um, you know, where bands go from an epic first album and then a follow-up that's maybe just as good or a little bit better and then they drop down on that third album. Yeah, you kind of have that difficult third series. Yeah, where, where yeah exactly. It's, it's like the kind of, do we need to reinvent ourselves? Do we need to push to the next level or is what we're doing acceptable to carry on? And yeah. will this just be a growth of our sound and a much more polished version of it? Or will it be, 
right, we, we're now going to put some... I, I guess it's kind of like... Um, uh, Panic at the Disco? Yeah, great first album. Um, second, not so good. And then just ridiculously poppy and not ridiculous. Almost, as, almost as, a solo album. As in a bad thing, but just like in comparison to... And, and like, you know, mm. to an extent, like some people would say like with newer Fallout Boy stuff is kind of a similar thing where it's like you had this roots and then you've gone... They it, went super pop. Yeah, yeah, and it was just like, and again, not judging, um, but it's just like this um, Dangerous Summer definitely haven't done that. They, they've got no. a more polished sound for sure and it's it's... It's matured, I think, is probably the best way to yeah, describe it. So the first three, I'd say, they, they followed it at a level. And then after the, the, the split, they came back with the self-titled album, which was just an incredible comeback for mm-hmm. being away for four, four or five years. And you could hear the sound had matured. Yeah. Um, they'd gone from probably a lot more clean on the vocal. Um, the guitars were a bit more aggressive. There's more melody. The vocal is... It's uh, more gravelly and yeah, definitely. That, it was it was like a big kind of um, I, I, like a stadium rock vocal. Yeah, it, it was kind of like it really was like a, a big big rock band vocal, really gravelly, really kind of in your face. But it again, it it, it was done really well and it suited the band. And I think it was listening to I, I listened to the self titled today actually, and the um, well, I listened to yeah all of the self titled and a bit of the um, reach for the. Reach for, the sun. Me. Yeah, reach for the skies <laughs> um, reach for the sun and yeah the the vocal on the first one's great um but on 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 the the self-titled it it is just grown it's matured it is so much better and yeah really enjoyable um and yeah i think it's just it's more more mature yeah no definitely um looking at the as we always do look at the spotify uh stats where i want to be Eight million uh, plays on that one, and seven point nine are from me, Chris. <laughs> I mean, that that's just for for, for that band. That's in, that's insane. That like, you know, they they've got. It's not it's not meant disrespectfully. Yeah. It's just that you know that's that's an amazing amount of plays for that song, in comparison to some of the other bands. If you if you pick up Alkaline Trio, yeah. and you look at um, Mercy Me was what twenty one twenty four. Yeah, yeah. Dangerous Summer are not that far behind it. With that song. Yeah, and they're not like a huge band, are they? And again, this isn't like a, everybody has their place in the world. It's more like commercially successful and like sort of bands that have been around longer and have done things and have, have maybe put themselves in a different um, a different like um, level. Um, Dangerous Summer and Alkaline Trio are on different levels, aren't they? Yeah. And to have that level of streaming, that, that goes to show that that song is an absolute banger and it's got a real like solid core fan base for that song so well like i say it was mostly me that's played it so. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just you you and uh so their most played song is uh permanent rain yes which was on their, really love that track. their the first intro to that's amazing yeah it's so cool that little that picking guitar yeah. um if you can only keep me alive 2007 mm-hmm. so it was originally on that i say ep but it's there's more than enough tracks for for an album on there um which they re-recorded for uh, Reach for the Sun as well. Yeah. Which is cool. It's probably why they why it's most popular. And uh, I'll do an early Chris's tidbit, shall I? Or should we go into Chris's tidbits? Um, well, it's going to be a guest tidbit, isn't it? Because I don't have a tidbit for this one. Because I'm doing your tidbits. All you, right. You're, so I'll, I'll do my, my tidbit for you. All you right. Ready?
It's Chris's guest tidbit. Oh, <laughs> like that. <It's> great. <laughs> right, so uh, Chris's tidbits or Jay's tidbits this week is uh, the song "Permanent Rain" that I was just talking about was used in the trailer for the 2009 movie Love Happens, starring Jennifer Aniston and Aaron Eckhart. I love you. I love you. Thanks, mate. I love you. That was talking about Jennifer Aniston. I love you. Do you All right, like, mate. All right, calm down. Do you like Jennifer Aniston? I, I think Jennifer Aniston is a wonderful human being. Yeah, good actress. Yeah, I think she's, a, as a, a young man growing up in the era of Friends, I think she was incredibly attractive during that that time of my life <laughs> let's right. say no more okay <laughs> <laughs> so yeah the other tip that I had was Aaron Gillespie which I already told you about uh, from Under Oath playing, playing with them on their EP which is pretty cool mm-hmm. so I have uh, some of the big big guns brought in on the drums there um, and my final tidbit is the Dangerous Summer Drinking Club which I'm is, interested yeah. tell me more so each tour date they do I don't know if this is like was that a can opener yeah, it's a bottle opener. It's a bottle opener, yeah. oh, okay. Um, so each tour date they do, I don't know if it's worldwide or they just do it for the States, but um, you can buy online pre-show, I think it's $50, and you basically go onto their tour bus before the, sh- the show starts, you have a drink with them, you get like a signed poster or a t-shirt or something, $50, yeah. So how does that sound? Do you fancy going to the, the Dangerous Summer Drinking Club? Because I overanalyze literally everything ever, yeah, I'm already thinking about this way too much. My, my initial response would be yes, yes, okay. I want to go. I'm now wondering what drinks I'm going to be served. Yeah, who else is there? Um, um, I um, think it was limited to ten people. Oh, let's get per, per, uh, What's the dress code? Um, yeah. Will there be volivants? <laughs> I don't think it'll be weighted on hand and foot, like on oh, a I'm silver tray. This. I'm not interested. You're paying for this as well. Oh, okay. dollars. I, th- I think. I get it. I get, you know, bands maximise the revenue on the day. I, I totally get that. I think it's a smart thing to do. Um, I would be worried though, like sort of, I mean, I kind of feel like a bit of an imposter in there because I'm not their biggest fan. So I'd be like, oh, hey, how you doing, man? You're right. And the yeah. fact that I'm like probably older than these guys as well is just like, hey, yeah. And there's like all these like 15 year olds like they're going, oh, man, can you, can I have a picture with you? It's selfie, selfie, cool, selfie. Though. It's cool that, um, you know, bands are becoming more interactive with the fans, especially with the way the internet is now. You can just message people. And it's quite cool. Yeah, like like CJ does to us. Yeah, yeah thanks CJ. <laughs> Be nice, no, I, I, I'm sorry. I yeah, no, so, but yeah, it's a cool way for, I know you could call it cashing in on stuff, but it's a cool way for them to earn it's an extra $500 it? yeah. but <laughs> keep themselves going. Yeah, but it's also, it's like you say, it's that giving, cha- giving Chans the fans. Giving Chans the fans. Giving Chans the fans. Yeah, good. Or, good hang, on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang <laughs> on. Giving fans the chance yeah. to um, to interact with the band on that level is great, and I, I I would just worry about stalkers and people, you know, kind of being a little bit like, don't sit next to AJ. I want to sit next to AJ. I don't know why they talk like that, but they would. And then <laughs> I'm from Essex, and I'm there going, look. To... Oh, someone's talking to you. Siri was trying to chip in. Then the prick. Yeah. Um, he was going to send a message to someone called Paul. <laughs> oh, Paul. Paul was... the Catman. Yeah. Maybe that's how Paul knows. Um, no, no, my my worry would be um, that I would be in there next to a total fanboy or fangirl, and I'd just be like, "You're right, Aiden. 
yeah. have a beer, mate. Can I get out of a beer? Cheers. Hey, Dan, yeah, good touring. Yeah, how's life? Great, cool. And then I'd, I'd be a bit of an imposter because there'd be the other eight eight people in the room going, oh my God, they're so brilliant. And I'd be going, yeah, yeah, they're all right. And then, yeah. What do you mean they're all right? Well, no, I, I like them. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I don't have posters of them up on my wall. Why not? Because I'm fucking 40, mate. That's why not. <laughs> and it's just, yeah, I, I don't think I'd yeah. fit in. But... It's a cool concept, though, isn't it? To um, offer that to the fans, I think. Like, I, yeah, I'm, I'm just being a dick. But yeah, it's, um, no, I, 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 I do like the idea that bands are more available towards their fans and the opportunity yeah. to steal their toothbrushes off their tour bus remains at large. It's nasty. It's all kinds of nasty. <laughs> no, all right. We're going to keep these uh, both these bands a little bit shorter tonight because we're talking about two rather than one. Yeah. yeah. Um, a rundown on the the Spotify streaming levels. I've just told you, Permanent Rain, eighteen point three. Where I want to be, eight mil. Uh, there's a track called Fuck Them All, six point seven. That's off their latest EP. Um, a track called Way Down off the self titled That's that's a must listen in my opinion. Mm. Um, four point seven mil. That's quite an aggressive track. Um, yeah, cool video as well. Go and go and check out Way Down. That's, that's, that's a really good one. I just had a thought. Yeah, what's the difference between the most streamed one, the permanent rain one, and the next one down? Where I want to be. Yeah, uh, like ten point three mil. Is it because it's auto correcting for some reason from Purple Rain? Purple. Yeah, so pe- really? pe- people are looking for that, and then it's going. Did you mean this? And it's sending them there, and they're That's going. That's a really good show. And then, and then now there's all these Prince fans that are actually Dangerous Summer fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's probably Alexis fans like. Um, oh, don't she'll start fucking chipping did, in as well. Did you mean? Yeah. No, <laughs> um, but yeah, Dangerous Summer. Check them out if you if in the middle middle of summer. Excuse the uh, linkage, but in your car, window down, driving around. Blast in the Dangerous Summer. That's the vibe. Yep. Love it. Really cool driving songs. Yep. Check them out. Happy days. Yeah. Thank you. That was good. I like that. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so who, uh, who are you talking about tonight? So the second half of our Double D Fandango is... Ba, 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 ba. Oh, oh wait. On. Do the song. Hang on. No, no, no. Is... The Descendants. That was sinister. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. Love it. The Descendants. Okay, so I'm going straight in on this. The Descendants... Not to be confused with Disney Descendants. No. No, spelt differently and a completely different kettle of shit. So if you're looking for the right Descendants, which is the punk band, then you're on the right course. If you're looking at... Yeah, I I don't know. Um, The Descendants (laughs) are the absolute foundation for punk pop yeah i will not accept any other answer than that these guys are the reason punk pop is what punk pop is yeah um, so if you like blink 182 you like green day yep this is where it stems yep. from these these guys are influenced by descendants yep so they came around in 1977 um they released their first album in 82 which is 40 fucking years ago wow yeah um and they were basically from a background of um, well, they were playing like hardcore and they took a twist on hardcore and were like well let's just make it a bit more melodic um, let's write love songs rather than angry songs or let's write angry songs but let's put melody into it and that that was the big thing it was the case of their, their music just became um, this thing and it was effortless because they weren't like a band that was a bunch of posers and was like well you know we've got to have this like kind of you know mean kind of like you know 
vibe about us and we've got to be this cool band and stuff yeah. like that. They're the nerdiest motherfuckers going <laughs> and they're fucking brilliant at what they do. And it, it all centred around one guy, which was a drummer, Bill Stevenson. Um, and like Bill was like wanting to get into a band. Uh, met this guy who was like, um, yeah, listen to this band. They're called The Last. Bill became the biggest fan of The Last ever. Learned to play, you know, drums and just kind of like went down the whole vibe of this is this is what I want the kind of music I want to play got involved with some of his mates um and then just kind of formed this amazing thing where it just became the descendants and and I'm stunned and amazed that people don't know the descendants and it's not through a kind of a looking down my nose in like as an inferior musical knowledge yeah. it's it's more the fact that because of what the descendants have built the foundations for, how do how did how do, how are they not catapulted above the rest? How are they not yeah, in that bracket of like stadium was, rock band that I hate? Like how I are they not in you, there? Um, they kind of slipped under the radar for me, yeah. um, for, for one reason or another. But I, I don't really know much of them until you've kind of taught me about them. And that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's a case of like it's a musical knowledge, like well, you just don't know music then, Jay. Yeah. Do you? It's more. It's a case of because this band aren't your typical band they they write an album then they disband for three years they write another album then they disband for three years then six years then eight years then 12 years and it's all to do with this absolutely amazing fact is that when they first started they were like we just want to play in a band but milo the singer um was like well no i'm i'm going to be a scientist yeah and their first album milo goes to college literally he literally after that album goes off to college and starts studying for a PhD. He now has a PhD in um, biochemistry. He's a biochemist. And for him, it was always the case of, I'm not doing Descendants because I want a career in music. I'm doing Descendants because I love this music that we do. I love love playing. But my goal has always been to go and be a scientist. So when it comes to the end of the first album after the Milo goes to college in 1982... Um, yeah, he fucks off and goes to college. Um, okay. And like Bill Stevenson is is the core of this band. So this drummer drives the band. Um, he finds a bass guitar one day in a bin, random as, as you like, as you do, as yeah. you do, and decides, well, okay, well, Frank, the guitarist, writes some really cool riffs and stuff. Um, I, I want to write stuff. So, so is he always a drummer, or has he been kind of a no, more, no, more no, 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 just a bit like teaches himself, and he's like, okay, right, yeah, okay, I, I figure, you know, like sees Tony playing bass, and he's like, I figure I can, I can play bass too, and then writes the intro to My Age, which is the um, the first track on Milo Goes to College, yeah, uh, and it's phenomenal. And the musicianship of this band is is enormous because I think so many people look at punk bands and just get put off by the fact that it's not. Um, rosy melodies and it's not like the kind of the happy music it's fast it can be aggressive but when you look under the hood a little bit and go okay so let's let's pull this together and go right so what's the bass line doing what's the drummer doing are they working together what's the guitar doing what's the singer doing and when you kind of look at like the, the dna of the song it's it's like with a lot of punk bands it can be a bit of a oh Okay. Yeah, they're the, just the it's, drummer and the bass player in harmony all the yeah, way through. They're yeah. perfect, aren't they? And and uh, so with, with Descendants, they pride themselves on the musicianship. They pride themselves on playing their instruments yeah. perfectly and tight and and being a unit. And you can see that in that first album. The bass is phenomenal. Yeah. And it, and it's just it, it follows the drums so well. The guitars link in with it. The vocals link into it. There is anger. There's rage. There's harmony. There's there's so much in it. And I think 
if people just stopped and kind of listened a bit more and listened a bit harder and was like, oh, actually, strip it down to what it is. This is an amazing record. And, and so what, what got you into it? What was the first song you heard that made you grab your attention? Um, it would have been from a later album because, I mean, I, admittedly, I was born when Milo Goes to College came out. So oh, yeah. um, my folks were not letting me listen to punk um, at that early age. But um, it would have been the first one I heard was Silly Girl which yeah. is off the um, second album, which is um, I Don't Want to Grow Up. And that, for me, it was just such a cool, catchy song that it just, the, the intro riff, and like the intro riff, you liken it to, um, you know, I, I would say like the kind of the vibes of Blink-182 Dude Ranch sort of era, where it's, oh, yeah. that, it's that kind of, you know, that that's the feels that I get for it. And it's just, it's just perfect. Silly Girl, like Mark Hoppus was quoted saying that Silly Girl was the the song that changed his life because it made him think differently about music. And if you've got a guy who's sold God knows how many records and owns how many different cars, and you know, you know, like yeah, yeah. the wealth of this guy Been through his successful. commercial, you know, his commercial endeavors through music, and then you've got a guy like that going, well, yeah, I'm, I'm influenced by these guys here, and that's like he wanted to play like Tony Lombardo played. He wanted to be that bass player, the continual downward strokes, the trying to do fills and, and everything so like you that. Can, you think he's probably Mark's like number one inspiration? Oh, Mark, Mark for, said like li- literally like I wanted to be that guy. Yeah, uh, I wanted to play like he plays. And don't get me wrong, like Mark gets a lot of flack because he plays bass in a very straightforward way. He's not a shit bass player, and, no. and he 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 experiments with stuff on there. But when you look at Tony. <laughs> Oh, yeah, on that album straight I, I mean like how many other fucking bass players are doing that and, it, and it's phenomenal and he is pure downstroke so he used to do this thing where he used to tape um, fishing weights to his wrist yeah and then he would just play continuously and then take it off with the idea that it would be lighter so he'd be faster and that, yeah, that's yeah. just like conditioning yourself to be better at what you do and I think that was like that was the thing for the, the Descendants was that's you know they wanted to be better they wanted to be good they wanted to put a kick-ass show on and that was all they believed in so when it came down to the whole like, you know, well we got to do another album, and then Milo's like, well, I've, I'm going to college again. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I've, I've been job offer. I'm going to go and do this now. The band was never the thing, and and he was he sort of said like the the moment that the band felt like it was becoming a career was the moment that he hated it or not hated it, but it was the moment that he less enjoyed it because it was like I don't want to do it. it. I enjoy it less if it's the career. If it's just the thing that I go and do. I'm totally okay with it. But I've always seen my career as being a scientist and I'm going to go off and be a scientist. So for that in mind, I mean, that's, that's just insane that a guy is like, you know, that that's what I want to go and do with this. That's, that's unreal. I can go and play. And, and when we say like play, like descendants were like touring and like living in a bus for months and months on end. Yeah. Nowhere to live apart from the bus, sleeping on whatever sofa they can or whenever they can earning like no money at all. But just going out and like... What was the story about them buying a premises or something? So that was basically they... Um, I can't remember which album it was on, but they, they rented a um, like a shop, uh, like a disused shop on Pacific Coast Highway. Um, and they converted the, um, the back of it into a practice room, the front of it into like um, Descendants HQ. So it was like a little like desk and stuff like that, like office type thing. And then they made bunk beds yeah. in the back and they lived in this room and they just did descendants all the time. So it was literally, if if they're in there, they're practicing or they're eating or they're out on the road or they're practicing or they're eating and and that kind of thing. So 
I think Milo kind of has this day where he goes, I could just not do this. I could just not sleep next to, you know, um, Bill's drum kit. And I could just go, actually, I'm just going to go and get a job and a career and I'm, I'm going to do that. So he does that. So this band, you know, kind of release an album and stop, release an album and stop. So we talked about this before with Blink when it was like, yeah, Mark goes, or sorry, Tom goes, Tom comes back, Tom goes, Tom comes back, Matt comes in, Matt, yeah. With Descendants, this was a, this was an agreed thing where it was like they all knew Milo was going to go off and do his thing, so they decided they would do another band, and it was called All. So it was the three members of Descendants, and then it was um, a guy, oh, I think his name was Dave, I want to say it was Dave, from Dag Nasty to start with, and um, and yeah, and they, they became All. So they're then like filling the void, and Bill and the guys are still tight as you like and still playing as you like, but... They, they, no one recognises them. No one knows who they are. They're going on all these shows and everything like that. And people are like, oh, this is Descendants. You're not Milo. What the yeah. fuck? Was the vocal style the same? Or it was, it's kind of similar. Yeah, I mean, some some of the vocalists they had in there was a guy I think called um, Scott, and his vocals were fucking unreal. But it just didn't last because yeah. Descendants come back, all stops. Descendants go away, all begins again. And for some people, i.e., the three people that are in both bands. That's fucking awesome. Winning, yeah. <laughs> but but for you know, for the Milo's obviously coming back and going, I'm playing again. I'm not. And and you can't hold it against him because he's like, Well, that's always been the plan, that's always what, what we do. So it's a bit of a uh Abby Cake Annie type yeah, situation for yeah, Milo, isn't it? Yeah, but but it, I, it's never done with any malice because it's always him and Bill have the understanding that That's how it's gonna be. Yeah, you know, you, you we always knew you wanted to go off and be a scientist. Go and be a scientist. Okay, you're done with that for a bit. You wanna to come to do a tour? Okay, let's come do a tour. Right, you're off to be a scientist. It, and it's that, and it's just, like, for me, like, you look at that band and go, all you want to do is the music. Like, literally, when you're doing this, it's the music. It's not about the record sales. It's not about the all the other shit that bands have to jump through now, like, hoops for social media and shit like that. It, it's just about playing the songs, yeah. enjoying playing the songs, and doing it. And that's what they did. They're, it's kind of like, they, it's, they're very pure. It's, it's a pure kind of punk band that are just... They've never changed their sound. They've never gone, oh, do you know what, on this album, we are going to go a little bit experimental. We are going to maybe tone it down a bit. We are going to maybe put in some acoustic. or you know, so we The are, albums are all on one pace or, or one sort of style. I, I think there's there's a progression in there that is not so much driven by um, like the band being polished and being better. I think it's it's... The progression is driven by the advanced technology in terms of recording equipment. Yeah. And I think that the way the band writes songs and the way that the bands play songs has never changed. And I don't think it ever will. And that is the thing that I respect and love about them the most. Because they're just true to the, you know, 18-year-old versions of themselves where it's like, you just want to play songs. Yeah, and just definitely. you know, and, and it's like, obviously, the, I imagine the content they write about is completely different. Which is understandable. Didn't you say there's um, there's a film to watch based on them? Yeah, so, I mean, th- and this this is kind of like a, a very, very condensed history about them, but um, they've got a band called Film, uh, Band, uh, a documentary called Filmage, and anybody who wants to learn anything about Descendants and their work ethic and just the kind of guys they are, watch that documentary. It's on Amazon, it's not on Prime, I think you can pay like four quid for it or something like that at the moment, but... It's, yeah, there's a lot of stars talking about them, isn't well, well, this is the thing, is like, again, when, when you're saying like, you know, they're kind of, they're underrated, they're un- underappreciated, you've got people like Dave Grohl, the king of music, like, Superstar. you know, 
Yeah, yeah. literally, like you're responsible for Nirvana and Foo Fighters, <laughs> yeah. and you're going. I learned to play drums listening to Milo Goes to College. I and he, he says in the, the documentary, like I I could quite easily listen to that album and play along with it. I'm sure from start to finish today because that's the album I learned to play drums to. Yeah, and th- so this cool. is this is the drummer from Nirvana and the frontman from Foo Fighters saying that that was my reference point for music. Uh, Mark Hoppus from Blink, um, Mike from um, No Effects, um, yeah. Tim McElroy from um, Rise Against. So many different bands that are just going. These guys are amazing. They are a cornerstone of of this this whole genre. And and yeah, I I just I I, I think I really struggle to kind of like get my head around the fact of why they're not bigger than they are royalty. While, while they're literally not. When people talk about like punk pop and when they talk about punk and when they talk about things like that that this band isn't cemented up they're like the the blink 182s and the green days and you know and and the and the bands like that because they they're responsible for it and it just it's a bit of a head scratcher for me because i've loved them and listened to them so long that it's just kind of like i, I just yeah, like, I really like just don't get it i said to you earlier um my chair is fucking it's some, yeah, it? what's going <laughs> like i said to you earlier you know we played in bands together over the years and from my short listen on Descendants, I can hear your your not just your bass playing style, but some of your vocal style coming through in your influence from them. And that that's all I've ever wanted to do in bands is be that kind of band. And it's I think I think that's the, that's the beauty of Descendants is that those those are even with all the lineup changes because it's not the same lineup that started. It's the I don't know like the fifth lineup change or something like that. But um, They've all been on point with each other. There's, there's never been any kind of a, a, a deviation. Again, this is from the outside looking in, but yeah. it, there's never been any kind of straying from this is what we do with sense because Bill is ultimately responsible for all of it. He seems like the driving force yeah. behind them. Well, he, he writes the songs, he writes lyrics, and then yeah. Milo will write lyrics, and then Carl will write lyrics, and Stefan will write lyrics. And, and, and all, of, all of these things are kind of like, you know, you see a band that functions with four people all putting into the pot and having an end product that's good. I mean, that doesn't happen very often. That it's you... quite, I was going to say refreshing, although it's happened, you know, many years ago, but it's, it's unheard of now that you have multiple writers in the same band. It's normally one or two. Or, or even people like hiring writers yeah, to exactly. work with them. External. And it's, and it's just like, for this is like, I, I, I just really, really love the fact that it's like, it's like one person playing the track. That's the only way I can describe it. it. It's like it's all of one body and it's just, it's one brain and, and this is how we function. It's four separate parts of this band, but together we form the Descendants. They're like the Power Rangers, aren't they? Yeah, totally. And uh, Yeah, literally that. They're, they're the punk rock Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but it's, it, and it's just phenomenal. And I imagine there'll be a lot of people who will listen to, they'll, they'll go and go, okay, right, I'm going to give this a chance. And they'll listen to Milo Goes to College. Yeah, and they'll go, what? What's he talking about? I don't get it. And I, I like plead with you, give, give this time. Don't listen to the overall sound. Listen to the individual parts. Listen to the drumming. Listen to the track again. Listen to the bass. Listen to the guitar with the bass. Listen to the bass with the drums. Listen to the vocals. Listen to how it all sits in. Listen to the next song, which is completely fucking different, but listen to the individual parts, and you'll see that this is a band that just gels and. It's just like, it's like an engine. Every single element of it 
works like fucking clockwork and yeah. and it's it's the tightest most precise punk band ever and then when they put the harmonies in so when you're listening to songs like um silly girl clean sheets and things like that the harmony the way the lyrics are written the way that they put it pull it across it's brilliant and if that was a band that was released i think dave Grohl said this as well if that was a band that they released smiler goes to college in 1999 they'd all be living in mansions now because of yeah. of, of the enormity of that record it's, so it's nuts yeah if you had to pick um, one song for people to go and check out like immediately which, which would it be one song I think it would have to be Clean Sheets or Silly Girl Clean Sheets or All Silly right. Girl you can have two I'm the one that's three yep <laughs> good good things alright cool um, you got any tidbits on uh, Descendants yeah I, I had a tidbit about where they live but you fucking said it so <laughs> oh my bad <laughs> <laughs> however yeah I have lots and lots of tidbits, right, so let's have the jingle, then. Um, I'm going to put my jingle on, which will buy me some time to think of another tidbit. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh no! Chris's tidbits. Okay, so on the album Enjoy, yep, there is a two-minute-long track called Orgafart. Auger. Auger? Orgo, orgafart. Not as in like an auger that drove into the ground. No, it's in O R G O, orgofart. Orgofart. Do you know what it is? No idea. Two whole minutes of the band farting. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yep. On the album All, yeah. they have two four second songs. Farts? No. Oh. The first one just goes doom. All. Then there's a track in between. And then the second one goes, no, all. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So there's quite a few little fuck around songs on their, on their stuff. And again, when you're looking at bands that write fuck around songs, yeah. about fucking dogs and <laughs> family reunion, these guys did it first. Yeah. And and so again, it's it's that kind of... Um, Chain reaction. Yeah. They did it, Blink did it, Blink yeah. did it, and then everybody else did and, it. And the crazy thing about all of this is the popularity. So the Spotify streaming levels, this is our kind of our unofficial yardstick. And it, it's not an accurate science, but again, no. when you look at, so Blink, Miss You, or I think it was whatever song it was, I think it was I think it was Miss You, was it all Small Things? 638 yes. million streams. Small Things was their most. Yeah, most so 638 played. million. Alkaline Trio, Mercy Me, 21 million. Yeah. Hope off, um, that's off Miley Goes College. Um, twenty-one million. That's that's their biggest streaming song. Yeah, but it wouldn't have been because what year was that? Eight, Eighty-two? Do you say or seventy-seven? Well, yeah, but it's still been around, isn't yeah. it? For as long as streaming's been around, so it's it's had the same amount of time. But they, they don't come go towards those records, though, do they? So no, but that's what I'm saying. Is yeah. it's like if you go well, if streaming started on day one, and you go well, the Alkaline Trio album was already released when streaming was there, and this was already released, yeah, so they're yeah. still going to have the same level of streams. The timeline's um, completely different. It's just baffling that. And again, I'm, this isn't be disrespectful to Alkaline Trio. It's more sort of pointing the finger at the world and going, "What the fuck? Like, <laughs> like this band deserves more. Like, how are you not listening to this?" So, yeah, for me, it just I, it's baffling, really baffling, as to why they're not this enormous band that they should be, in my opinion. So, right. um, I would say to people, don't just check out an Essentials playlist. Don't just delve into one or two tracks. Download all the albums. 
and spend time going through the albums and you know repeatedly going through the albums and you'll uncover all the amazing bits about this band but they're definitely definitely the founding people for punk pop cool all right so we're saying silly girl for the descendants and uh where i want to be dangerous summer so check out those two tracks definitely i think that rounds up our double d episode big round and juicy nice Desperately looking for some. How long is this applause? <laughs> Fabulous. Oh. oh, she likes it. She chipped in, didn't she? <laughs> yeah. Cheers, mate. Right. So, uh, other bands beginning with D, then. Other bands beginning with D. Okay, what, what you got? What you... Am I going first? You go first. You go first. So, I have a wonderful band called Dinosaur Pileup. Okay. They are a pretty cool band. They've got a good album called Celebrity Mansions. Uh, honorable mention: Backfoot. Check out Backfoot. Very cool. cool. Really cool song. Um, I have um, an English band from Bath, or Bath, depending where you're from, called Decade. Incredible. Love Decade. Decade are... This is is all about underrated bands tonight. I'm sort of Decade at Slam Dunk, actually. Why am I pointing at you? Yeah, as if (laughs) I'm Slam Dunk. Um, Saw them as well at um, a festival in Southampton. Yes, yes, I was with you. Yeah, I and I can't yeah. remember what that festival was called. It was at the uni. Uh, they played on this tiny little stage, but they were freaking amazing. They were incredible. Um, but yeah, so their their album, Good Luck, um, not a bad song on that. No, every song is brilliant. And Pleasant Trees? Well, when they play live, it's it's the same. There it's, is, there, yeah, it's album same, isn't it? There, there is no kind of, And again, we did the whole like, you know, Blink Live and Blink Studio. Yeah. The, these got and Dangerous Summer, same scenario. These guys here exactly the same. They are so fucking good live, and it was a show. It was, it was really enjoyable, and it was a bit disappointing because it wasn't full when I saw them in Southampton. No, um, and I was kind of like, well, this, why are there not more people here? Again, similar to Descendants. This band are fucking amazing. Come and you know, come and experience this band. But yeah. I do hope they're coming back. With, I, there was, I saw it somewhere. I'm sure, like a, a chat of a third album. Mm. And I hope it's true. I hope you guys are coming back. Yeah, that'd be amazing because Alex does um, his own graphic design um, oh, yeah. company. And um, yeah, it's phenomenal. It's, some of his designs are absolutely unreal. So yeah. Oh, okay. Let's check yeah, that out. I, for the life of me, I can't remember. I think it's Dead Milk or something like that. Um, Dead, is it Dead Walk Designs? Or Dead Walk Illustrations no, I think, or something? I think, it's, I, think it's, I think it's definitely Milk. Oh, is it Dead, Milk? <laughs> might be, yeah. I, I can't, but yeah, yeah. I'd like... I'd, 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 I follow him on Instagram and I, I'm pretty sure that's that's what it was. But well, shout out to Alex. Yeah, just like, you incredible know. Incredible voice. And, you know, if you're not... And a good artist, by the sounds of it. Yeah, and, and if you guys are not sort of coming back, that's, that's a huge shame. But, you know, yeah. it, it, you would be welcomed back with open arms if you decided to um, to, to lob in another album there because the, the, the first two were fucking amazing. So, um, yeah, cool. Epic band decade. What you got next? Uh, Death Havana, which are probably... In the alt rock section, um, "Falls and Worthless Lies" was just a flawless album. Absolutely love that album. Who have you got? Distillers. Brody Dow. Coral Fang. Oh yeah, love Distillers. Great, dirty, great album. Dirty punk. Yeah, just just great band. Great band. Really, really cool. Yeah. Um, I don't need to say any more than them about that. More about them than that, I think, because that no. kind of they are just fucking amazing. I've got one more for you. Um, okay. A band that I recently found called Deer Spring. Um, 
and they've got an EP out at the minute called Nature Meets Nurture, which is the only thing I think they've got out. But really cool, sort of four years strong meets story so far sort of vibes. Okay, is what I'm getting from. But yeah, really cool. Check that one out. For a minute there, I was like, I can hear something taking off. Yeah, I was like, I was I heard like, that. it's the fridge. All oh, right, it's the bit. It's the beer fridge. Keeping the beers chilled that yeah. we're not, not going to drink. No. Um, yeah, we'll save that for the, the drunk cast episode. Oh, I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, what do you th- for that one, are we gonna like sort of bring in um, like a shitload of beer and be like, we can't leave until we've drunk this? Maybe. So yeah, for you guys listening, I don't know when we're doing this. One in one in ten episodes, I don't know. But we've decided that we're going to sack off the A to Z for one episode. We're going to basically try out some drinks, and you can hear what we're drinking, and we'll recommend some new drinks and just play some games along the way. So. Yeah, look out for that one. I've um I've already chose my drink for the night. Okay. I'm gonna buy a five litre keg of um ABK Hell. It's a Bavarian beer. It's quite possibly the finest beer on the planet. Didn't you say you were brewing some this afternoon? I was brewing some um some Berliner um with my friend up in Bournemouth today. Yeah. Um yeah, that that was that was an experience. Never brewed beer before. Okay. It's it's a fucking horrendously smelly process. Um, but the end results are amazing. Pretty, pretty slow as well, right? Oh yeah, like but but hops smell like ganja. Didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, like proper yeah. like musty like ganja, like really kind of like whoa, really really bizarre bizarre smell. Um, but yeah, no. So I, I think ABK Hell um, is an amazing beer, and um, I'm I'm really fishing now for some sponsorship <laughs> from them right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ted might turn up at your door. Oh, that'd be nice. Uh, you got any more D bands for us? Um, Dag Nasty, um, another band that were um, in and around um, the early Descendants years, and uh, the singer from Dag Nasty um, went on to be the singer in All, um, which is oh, okay. the, the kind of the, the backup. Um, yeah, I say the backup. That's really rude. The um, the, the other Descendants, the band, kind of... the Descendants, when Milo wasn't there, basically, and yeah. sing, singing there, and, and they did a shitload of albums as well. Um, I think they ended one with him in it though. Um, but yeah, Dagnasty, really cool punk band. Um, That's cool. Well, it, yeah, if, if you want to join the um, the hate mail that CJ keeps sending us, you can send us any bands that we missed, beginning with D, to chat at brainshoe.co.uk. Yeah, while we were doing the Ds then, doing the Ds, yeah. that's going to be a soundbite, isn't it? Do the D. When we were doing the section then, there was two bands that uh, came into my mind who we who? had forgot. No, not the, definitely not the who. No. Buzzcocks. Bad religion. Yeah, for bees, sorry. Yeah. 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 Two bands we, we missed out. Um hands up for that one. Um drop the ball. Hey, I, I bought you the uh oh, I'm pointing sorry for pointing at you. That's right, mate, it's fine. It's really rude. But that's my like I've I've thought of something, I'll put, give you the E T finger. <laughs> <laughs> um I bought you the record once, didn't I? Yeah, Buzz- but Buzzcocks ever, yeah. ever fallen in love. You still got it? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Just came to my mind then. Yeah, no, you've still got that. That's cool. Yeah, I think we're done with D bands, right? I think we are done with D, and and that's been a thoroughly enlightening episode. Um, I really enjoyed delving back into Descendants back catalogue. Yeah, it's and cool. I've I've learned about them today. Like so. I say, I just yeah I urge anyone who has an interest in punk music to check out that band. They are amazing and Dangerous Skin Flute as well. What a band! <laughs> Sorry, Dangerous Summer. Yeah, that's what I said. Okay, right. So now, exciting new feature. A new feature. Are you ready? Let's hear it. Fight. 
title fight. <laughs> With a random fucking cat in it. I love it. All right, this is a brand new feature that we have, people. So this is called Title Fight, and it's a very, very simple game that we play. And it's basically what would win between... And then, pick, and then, and then so what we're looking for with this is basically you guys to run this one for us because we're lazy. Um, so we want you to send us in your thoughts, uh, like basically your matchup. So what would win between yeah. a, a and B? Um, and then we'll discuss them. And then you can tell us if you think we're right, we're wrong, or, or if we're we're got some sort of um, you know medical condition that we're not aware of. Um, so the first one for you, Jay, this week is okay. What would win between A? Kangaroo and a donkey. Kangaroo and donkey. Okay, so donkey's got the benefit of the long ears. Does that mean he can, <laughs> does that mean he can hear more? I'm not sure. Kangaroo's got all the jump, all the punching. Oh, as well, yeah. because some of these, if we say like, what would win between like a shark and a bear? Yeah. Or somewhere, where are they fighting? There's there's one rule. This yeah. fight takes place in. A little car park <laughs> near the trolleys. Okay. The, the trolleys got pounds in already? Can we move them? We're not sure about that They're, yet. Irrelevant. Okay, so the kangaroo, has he got boxing gloves on? No. No? He's a normal kangaroo. He's a bare knuckle kangaroo. Okay. They're pretty feisty. You've seen the videos where they punch m- men out and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, donkey. So, I'm going to say the donkey's going to have some back legs that kick pretty hard. The kangaroo can do it like a jumping kick. This is going to be a, a strong fight, but I think the kangaroo's going to win because he's on two legs. What's your final answer? Kangaroo. I think I'd go kangaroo as well. Yeah. I think... Have don- you seen how hench they are? Yeah, they do yeah. like proper fucking like, like buff. And I think like... Yeah, I, I, think, I think the kangaroo would fuck the donkey up. Yeah, I think it would. Yeah, okay, good shout. Donkey would be like... Eeyore. Hey, there it is. Yeah, I'm going kangaroo this one. I don't have one for kangaroo. I was looking for like a boing. Don't have <laughs> okay, so, so that was title fight. Really straightforward. Yeah. But obviously that was quite a a simple one. If someone said like, you know, what's going to win between a, a duck with a mallet um, and a newspaper delivery child? Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You can... Do they even exist still? Do people still get papers delivered? I think so. Yeah. What would win out of a, a, a duck with a with a what? A mallet. With a mallet or a, a delivery a, person. A mallard with a mallet. <laughs> I, I I'm going to say um, the delivery person's going to win. Yeah. Good, duck. good fold game. How, how's a duck going to carry a mallet? Fold the duck in half. Yep. Post oh. it. Post it for a letterbox. Winning. What would you do if a, if a, if a duck accosted you with a mallet? Um... Such a random question. Would you punt it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess I would. Would you punt it? Yeah. Oh. It's got an image of a duck. Just Special delivery. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Special delivery. Please don't kick ducks. It's not funny. It's not clever. Yeah. We're not at all being advocates of kicking ducks. It, it's purely... In a in a nonsensical, fucked up way that we are, so we don't advocate any harm to animals whatsoever. No, but send uh, in your title fights. Yeah, so please. What's the address, Chris? Uh, it's chat at brainstew.co.uk. Yeah, it'd be great if if you guys want to send them in. We'll pull them out randomly and uh, see what would win. Yep, yep, loving that. Okay, well that that was a bloody successful title fight. Well done, donkey versus a roo. 
And um, good job. Okay. Good job. I think the Rue goes through to the next round. Ooh. Into the ultimate, bucket, ultimate title fight bucket. We could do like a King of the Ring. Yeah. A King of the Ring title fight. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm all over that. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> Let, let's see what people let's see what people um, yeah. write in with. Okay, so now we're moving on to another segment that was launched last week, and it's called Cool Story, bro. Different to the rehearsal. Yeah, I did. I did. I was. I was. I was thinking, how can I do this differently that that might make me laugh and not sound like a yeah a tosser. And unfortunately, it didn't make me laugh, and I sounded like a tosser. So, so um, well, you guys, anyone who's listening, you join us at quarter past midnight, um, because we've already <laughs> recorded this once. And uh, it didn't record, so... Um, it did record, it just recorded so fucking low, <laughs> low down that, like, even, like, animals with amazingly great hearing would be like, what, what's he saying? Yeah. So, yeah, if we are a little bit rusty or a little bit... <laughs> Knackered. Tetchy, it's because we've been doing this for five fucking hours now. Yeah. Um, but, right. hey, we're, we're all good with this. Anyway, the cool story, bro. Let's do this. Right, so, cool story, bro, is I find a story in the news. Um... Oh yeah, I like this. Right, cool a sto- story. A story in the news, bro. It could be just factual, it could be funny, or it could be spooky. You know, but they're going to be different every week, depending on what I find. Oh yes, this is the uh, cool story, bro. Music. Um. So, before I go into those, I'm going to give you some face palming headlines. Chris, <laughs> you love that cat thing. <laughs> Such a fucking child. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and this is why people keep coming back to listen. It's the hysteria. That it's the midnight hysteria now. What, what is going on? No, wait, what, what wait until we get into the crux of it, what and then this? you can play that. What does this one do? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I think Chris has lost it. Oh, I'm so sorry, everyone. That. Uh, right, everyone, everyone, shush, no more, shush. <laughs> <coughs> right, sorry about that. <laughs> 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 Alright, anyway, right. here we go. Right, these are face... <laughs> <laughs> these are face-palming headlines, alright? Yep. They're on my journey to find you a story, these are the face-palming headlines I, I've come across, so... Uh, Federal agents raid gun shop, find weapons. Okay. Yep, well done. That's what you're working with. One armed man applauds the kindness of strangers. Oh, that that could have been done better, couldn't it? Mm. That's in poor taste. <gasps> Marijuana issue sent to joint committee. Joint committee. Joint I, committee. I like what you did there. <laughs> All right. And... Um, do you know what? I'm going to skip that one. I'm going to give you a, another one. Okay. Because this one's brilliant. Woman in sumo wrestler suit assaults her ex-girlfriend in gay pub after she waved at a man dressed as a Snickers bar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's... Uh, I really hope that that wasn't fancy dress night. Yeah. That there's literally, there's a pub where people just go in there all the time. <laughs> just randomly. Yeah, like, oh, what is it? It's Wednesday. All right, I'll pop my traffic cone on. That's it. I'm going <laughs> out as a traffic cone. And they'll walk past the bar and bump into a rabbit. Yeah. And be like, oh, you're all right, mate. Is that, is that Bob? 
Yeah. You're like, who the fuck's Bob, mate? He's like, sorry, Bob wears a rabbit. And you're like, this ain't a rabbit, mate, it's a hare. What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay, so I'll give you some more random uh, facepalming headlines next week. Yep, looking forward to that. But the crux of, this, of the news this week, Chris, this is your headline. <laughs> what is this? Is this a circus or what? <laughs> this is Oktoberfest <laughs> music. Oh, jeez. Oh. Right. <laughs> this feels like the drunk cast. We're not even there yet. Yeah, this is just the sugar fucking cast. Okay. Dog rescued from drowning after sausage dangled from drone. Oh. <laughs> right, this is coming from Sky News, 21st of January, 2022. Right. A dog in Hampshire has been rescued from rising tides with a sausage attached to a drone. <laughs> <laughs> the Jack Russell Terrier called Millie went missing after coming loose from her lead in Havant. The Guardian reported... She was found stranded on mud flats near Portsmouth with rising tides, threatening to sweep her up to sea, prompting a rescue effort to swing into action. Police, firefighters and coast guards tried tirelessly for four days to rescue her, but were left scratching their heads when even kayaking to her wouldn't work. Kayak? What? What? So they've kayaked out to this dog that's been stranded. How fucking far out is this dog? Yeah. Are they sure they're not going to get there and it's like a fucking dolphin? Uh, well, like the uh, the one last week, the tiger tied to a boat that some bloke reported. Yeah. You know, could have been anything. So, um, it was a lion, wasn't it? This this bit I like, actually. It was a lion. <laughs> <laughs> right, listen to this bit. Okay, listening. This was my favourite bit of the whole article. Right. I'll just give you this last bit. One of the local residents on the beach where we were flying the drone supplied us with the sausages. I think they were from Aldi. <laughs> yeah, because we, we all know that stranded dogs won't touch Tesco sausages. Yeah, anyway, the dog was successfully? Successfully. The, the dog was so sexy. <laughs> the dog was rescued from a drone carrying a sausage, of all things. So, Cool story, bro, or cool story, no? No. No, sorry, I just... Anybody, I, I want to, I want to delve into the meetings that that went on around that kind of meetings. Yeah, well, like obviously, say so it's a big rescue effort, guys. Look, I'm going to lie to you all. This is life or death, right? Yeah. There is somebody who could die in this scenario. Okay, it's a dog. Seriously, why have you called forty of us, mate? It's a dog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's a dog, and it, it could die. All right, um, all right, okay, right, just go with it. Um, what are we going to do? Um, well, it's stranded. Okay, so we've got like a shit ton of stuff at our disposal. What what, what can we do? We're going to kayak. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, we're going to kayak out to it. Not a lifeboat or something. Right, a kayak, yeah. So there's 40 of us. Are we all going to fucking kayak? Well, why is there four? Two of you could have done this and we wouldn't need all this shit. <laughs> all right, so yeah, we're going to kayak out. We kayak out there to the dog. Get to the dog. You're going to come in. Dogs, dogs all like. Yeah, all right, it's, well, it's, it's, it's not going to get me kayak. All right, would you want to get a two-person kayak? 
maybe one like row and the other grab the dog. Yeah. No. Has anyone got a drone? <laughs> Why? What are you thinking? Sausages. Mate, fucking genius. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Can you imagine that, that sausage like bouncing across the water as the dog's like swimming after yeah. it? What I want to see is I want to see the whiteboard in that rescue centre <laughs> for all the ideas they didn't do. Yeah. I want to see the things like, you know, why, why don't we hot, hot, balloon, hot air balloon Richard Branson over it? Why, why don't we fire flaming darts at it? Why don't we freeze the ocean so it can walk out? Unbelievable. What the fuck is wrong with these people? <laughs> yeah, so that's cool story, bro, uh, for this week. Chris Verdict on that was a cool story. No. It was a massive no. <laughs> if you've got any cool stories that you want me to read out for Chris, please send them in to chat at brainstew.co.uk. I'm going to do it again. What are you going to do? Sorry. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Any any stories at all? There's a big fucking green button on there that says October. If you've got any stories about circuses, that it's not circuses. That it's just o- sounds like clown music. It's not. Me. It's Oktoberfest in Germany. It's it's the Umper band. Oh, is it? Yeah. That's. You're desperate for that keg. <laughs> Be delivered. Oh my days! Right, what's next? Oh, hang on. I was just going to say, as I was trying to talk to listeners. Um, sorry. So, no, it's fine. You just play your little jingle. Yeah. Was that a reverse squirrel? Yeah. I don't even know how you say reverse, like squirrel backwards. Malaris. <laughs> yeah. Any stories, whatever they are, it could be literally about anything at all. We'll read them out, so send them in to chatterbrainstudio.co.uk. Yeah, all that one. Perfect. All right, I think we're done with stories. All right, so now we are marching on towards... It's the big bucket of bullshit! Nice. We, we've come prepared with jingles this week. It's time for the big bucket of bullshit. So last week... No. no get your finger off that button, Chris. <laughs> oh, I'm such a twat. Um, yep, sorry. Okay, so last week, if you remember, John sent us in reverse words game. Yeah, thanks, John. We appreciate it. He that. wanted us to read out uh, three types, breeds of cats backwards. And for the other person to try and... Uh, guess that right, I suppose. He did. However, John, yeah, here at brainstew.co.uk, the nice ultimate word. A to Z podcast, yeah, we like to take shit and fuck it up. Okay. So what we've done is we've taken your great idea and we've bettered it, and that is a word. And what have co- you done? Uh, we're going to do this challenge, but we're going to load our mouths full of flumps. <laughs> the, the the marshmallow type. Is there another type? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going there. For, for listeners um, across the ponds, um, obviously, flumps, obviously, like, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, flump, flumps are marshmallows, basically. So they're small marshmallows. Um, okay. And, uh, yeah, we, in the UK, we, you can buy them in a bag. Uh, they're made by a company called Barrett. Um, other brands possibly are available. Shout out to Barrett. Uh, yeah, yeah. Give us some flumps, you pricks. Um, so Chris has kindly passed me a, a packet of mini flumps. Yeah. And so, so what am I doing with these? So you've got to put five of those in your mouth. Yeah. And then you've got to read out your cat, your backwards cat breed. And then I've got to try and guess what it is. 
Because I figured if you just say it normally, yeah. it would be quite easy to guess, possibly. But with the shitload of flumps in your mouth, it's not. Okay. So it's just up in the game. <laughs> All right, let's give it a go. It's like ultimate fireball. It's just uh, up in the game. Who's going first? I'll go first. All right, let's hear it. I've not had enough sugar in the last five hours, so five more fucking... Yeah, you're not sleeping tonight, mate. Oh, fine. Lucasade and uh, marshmallows. Oh, fine. Oh, fuck All right. No. <laughs> so Chris has now shoved five marshmallows in his mouth. Just making it comfortable. He, he looks like a hamster. Just making it comfortable. All right, yeah. Organising him. That's what she said. That is what she said. <laughs> Here's my first cat. All right, here it comes. Nay alamir. Nay what? Nay alamir tak. Nay aramir tak. Nay aramir tak. Nay aramir tak. Gonna choke. So nay. I'm not saying it again. Nay ara. It's something cat. Of course it fucking is. It's not a dog, is it? Um, Next one. Pass. Another norb tack. Something cag. <laughs> it would really help if you didn't have marshmallows in your mouth. What the fun in that? <laughs> Inyam nuke tack. Inam. Inyam. Inyam. Hmm. Yeah. Nuke. Nuke. Cat. Maine Coon. Maine Coon cat. <laughs> yes. One out of three. Gotta read me back what I had? Uh, read me back what I missed, sorry. Himalayan cat. Himalayan cat. Havana brown cat. And a Maine Coon cat. Okay. <laughs> that was not bad, I suppose. <laughs> Fucking hell, that was hard work. So, I've got to do the same, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. This is going to be interesting. I, I was going to do the Fest <laughs> music again. I'm not gonna... <laughs> oh, Christ. That's an absolute sugar bomb, that is. What? All right, Robert. <laughs> All right. So, hit us with your first cat. Mm. Hit me with your first cat. <laughs> <laughs> Ragamuffin. Yes! Alright! Okay. I, I, I know my cats. No. Nuke and yum. Nuke and yum. That's, that's a Maine Coon cat again. Yeah, same as yours. Well done. He's a plant pot. <laughs> Do it again. Tack pot. Top cat. Yes. All right. Yes. And that causes for celebration. 
Jeez. I can't stop it! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> right, you've joined a very sugar high. Oh my days. Brain stew um, this episode. <laughs> that takes us to the end of uh, the big bucket of bullshit from John last week. Yeah, thank you, so, John. That that was was really good fun until until we ruined your idea by <laughs> sticking fucking marshmallow. What a twat! What so a twat. that that only leaves us to pick one from the bucket for next week. All right, hand Here over is. that big old red bucket. Yep, got it. Okay, okay. you pick one out. Oh, it's Haribo. It's the same thing, but with Haribo. It's basically <laughs> like stick a load of Haribo. In your... Right, okay, next one. Oh, in your mouth. I'm not putting it in my ass. <laughs> Alright, do another one because. Um... Imagine a fang. <laughs> tang fasting. <laughs> He'd be called a fizzy jerk. He'd be limping for a week. Alright, uh, this one. Is it from anybody or is it just a random? There, there was no name on this one. There oh. was. Obviously, there's an email address, but there's no kind of. And it, the email oh. address is like a, uh, like a 687 type thing. Yeah. Um, to be fair, putting tang fastics up your ass is probably going to be more preferable to this. No, I'm not doing that. Okay. <laughs> Write and perform a 15 second song. Yeah. We can do that. We've... 15 seconds? Yeah, 15 seconds is easy. That's 15 seconds a song. Right. Yeah, we can do that. About, here comes, here comes the, yeah, being caught masturbating by your sister. Oh, that's a teeth dryer. Hello. I don't have a sister. So you, yeah, and you, your you... sister's never called me masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, this will be a, um, a whole new experience. Yeah, thanks. Whoever sent that one in, I, I it's there's just a load of letters. Someone's basically gone to the effort of creating a fake email account to yeah. basically send us something horrific like this. But in We're the gonna... spirit of all things brain stewage, we're going to stick to it. Dust off the old acoustic, <laughs> and um, we we'll start thinking about. Um, yeah, that'd be an interesting. Uh, being big caught pumping thy fist. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Well, that's a real anticlimax to this uh, to this show. Should we pick another one out? What's what your sister said? I ain't got a sister, mate. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. know who it was. Do you want to pick another one out? No, I want the challenge. Do you want to go for it? <laughs> I feel like we can, we can reach a whole new level of just complete disgustingness. All right. Well, tune in for that one next episode when we will be talking about all things E. Yeah, there's going to be some really cool stuff in that one. I'm I'm super looking forward to that. Different stuff. Um, and yeah, it, it will be really good. And just like go, going back right to the start, I know we're kind of gushing a little bit here, but thank you so much to everyone who has checked us out. Um, all the way across the it sounds nuts. All the way across the world. But well, it is. We've got people yeah. in, in the States and Japan yeah. actually listening. Yeah, and yeah, so thank you so much. Please keep listening, keep subscribing, keep downloading, um, keep liking the stuff on Facebook and everything. And yeah, and we, and we will keep doing this for you. Yeah, thanks. So see you next episode. See you next time, guys. Thank thanks you very listening. much. And we'll play you out some music. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> see you next time. See you next time. I'm a prick. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>